we all have opinions and we have a right to those opinions. And sometimes those people who have opinions manage to become extremely successful and have a massive audience and they say the dumbest things. But do you ever just want to tell them to shut the f up? Well, today, that's what we're doing. Um, welcome, welcome back to In Medias Res. This week we're going to be talking about two things, all pertaining to opinions. I would like to preface this that I get the irony that I am literally giving an opinion <laughs> while talking about other people's opinions. But we're going to be talking specifically about critics and a handful of directors who have expressed opinions that I very much disagree with. And let's start with the directors. Unless you've been living under a rock, you recognize that most of the prominent movies that have come out have been comic book movies, franchises, things of that nature. Well, there's been a lot of kind of your classic directors commenting on that. Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg types, you know, the quote unquote, the auteur, etc. Um... If you're even checked into like the film industry and kind of what some of these directors have been saying, just kind of in the general sense, I'm sure you've probably heard the comment that um, a lot of them have been like shitting on Marvel movies. Um, some of them have called them not real movies, that there's no creativity there. It's not real filmmaking. It's not art. It's not. It's not real filmmaking. Let's just kind of like broad strokes. That's where it's at. And they've been saying it for years. Um, I understand the frustration. I do. Um, because realistically speaking, kind of mid-budget movies, like the ones that they make, are less frequent now. You don't have as many of, you know, movies like Black Swan or Goodfellows or... American Psycho, or, you know, all of these movies that are like Oscar bait, critics love them, the auteur filmmakers like drool all over them. You know, you're like cliche, like really like good artsy films. There haven't been as many. Um, and this is prior to the pandemic. And I mean, I'm not even referencing like what was happening kind of when we were smack dab in the middle of like the COVID world. Um, it's been like this for years. Um, there's been a decline in films and TV on the other hand has kind of skyrocketed and that's dipping too, but that's a different story. Um, and first of all, I would like to say that these guys, first of all, I'd like to say that these guys remind me of a group of people that exist in film school. And from my understanding, it seems to be just like across the board, no matter what film school you go to, when you go to, there's always people like this. And they're always like the super like art house, like auteur, like filmmakers who everything they wanted to do was always like super experimental, super like they just wanted to be different. Anything that was like mainstream or normal was like uncool and not real filmmaking and it's not real art. And that's what they remind me of who the group of people in film school who was always insulting filmmaking that was popular or commonplace or consistently used 
and who only thought doing like the edgy, cool, unique things were the way to go. Prime example, Dogma 95 was a filmmaking style that rose up among people like David Fincher, Lars von Trier, um, et cetera, et cetera, who had this rule of filmmaking that nothing would be on sticks or a tripod. Everything had to be handheld, only natural lights. So like house lights, lamp lights, you wouldn't use like studio lights to light a subject. Everything had to be like super natural, super gritty, super realistic. None of the classic like filmmaking tropes. And first of all, that rule came about because they were all like poor filmmakers at the time who could not afford all of the equipment. Look at them all now, and you will see that they have broken those rules seven ways till Sunday. But you have people in film school with those opinions like, oh, Dogma 95 is the only way to make real films. It's got to be gritty. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. And that's what these big name directors sound like. You know, they're insulting something that's popular because it's different than what they're doing because in their mind their filmmaking is the only real filmmaking which is stupid because it's not true i mean like even making porn is still filmmaking it's just different at the end of the day the person they should be mad at and they should be angry with are the executives the people running Hollywood that are buying content, that are greenlighting content, that are funding content. That's who they should be mad at. Not the filmmakers making Marvel. Not the audience for liking Marvel. Because, first of all, a lot of people like myself have waited their entire lives for Marvel content. People like myself who were nerds, who were into D&D and RPGs and comic books and fantasy and Lord of the Rings growing up. And now we're living in a world where like there's an abundance of content. And I will never complain about too much Marvel or too many comic book movies or too many franchises or whatever, because I'm thoroughly enjoying having that content. I don't always want to watch a gritty drama. I don't always want to watch The Godfather or The Goodfellows or movies of that nature. A lot of times I want to watch things like Captain Marvel and Black Panther and Captain America, because those are the things that I enjoy. And instead of attacking the filmmakers who make that content and the people who enjoy that content, don't lower yourself to that because it's a stupid opinion. You may not like those movies, and that's valid, but to insult the movies and the filmmakers, stupid. If anything, have a problem with the people that are not greenlighting your movies, that are only funding these massive tentpole movies that are only funding these giant blockbuster Hollywood movies. You know, we all complain, oh, well, we're not, there's not enough of these movies. All we have is comic movies. And yeah, that's true. There's not a lot of kind of, you get one extreme or the other. You get these super low budget indie films or you get these massive budgets. There's nothing in that kind of the middle range. And it's not the filmmaker's fault. It's the executive's fault because they have this tendency that Marvel succeeds at doing something. So what do they do? They attempt to replicate that repeatedly because at the end of the day, it's about making money. And they're like, oh, Marvel made a billion dollars on one movie. Let's see if we can do the same thing. And they don't take risks. They try to go with things that are tried and true and have proven to be successful instead of going outside the box and doing something new. 
Ironically enough, you have movies like Everything Everywhere All at Once who did just that on like a $15 million budget, which is small in comparison to a lot of other movies, and swept at all the awards shows, has been like the talk of the town for months, and people can't get enough of it. It proves that there is a want for those movies, those mid-budget movies, but we need the executives to greenlight them. And these directors going out here, and it's not just directors, it's a lot of high-name producers as well, and the ones that go out here and shit on the Marvel movies and the comic book movies and the sci-fi movies like Everything Everywhere All at Once, you're not doing any favors because you're not pointing the finger in the right direction. I get it. You don't want to burn bridges with executives. But you can still go out there and point out that Hollywood's not buying these mid-budget movies. They're not buying the movies that you like to make or that your audience likes to see. Complain about that. Stop shitting on other forms of art and other styles of filmmaking because you think it's not valid. Well, guess what? Your opinion isn't everything. And I'm not going to name names apart from like the one or two that I did because I am still a filmmaker and I don't intend to burn any bridges. Thank you. Have a nice day. So that's one beef I have um, with opinions. And the second thing is kind of similar vein, but not exactly. And that is people critiquing a movie trailer and deciding that a movie is terrible based off of the trailer. Yes, I understand that a trailer is marketing. It's advertising. It's one of the things that you use to get people to come in and try a movie. And we can have an entire conversation about how bad trailers can potentially cause a movie to fail. And then it's just bad marketing, bad advertising, etc. But to judge an entire movie based off of a trailer is stupid. We constantly say don't judge a book by its cover and yet people do that consistently. Um... And kind of in that same vein, you have a lot of people that are review bombing movies like Captain Marvel, Black Panther, movies of that nature, where they received tons of like one star reviews on like Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb or whatever before they even came out, which has caused a lot of their rankings to plummet. And for people who take the critics or reviews as gospel it could potentially harm the reputation of a movie that hasn't even come out yet. Granted, that movie may stink. It may be bad. It may not be a good movie. And that's a valid opinion once you've seen the movie, once you've actually given it a chance. But you can't gauge whether a movie is good or not based off of two minutes of footage that is literally put together for the sole purpose of getting you into the theater. And the people who edit the trailer are not the same editors for the movie. It's a whole different team. It's a whole different skill set because it's a different style of storytelling. The people who edit a film usually aren't trailer editors and vice versa. So to judge it based on a trailer is stupid. Like if you're going to judge any form of art, whether it be a book or a movie or music or whatever, you should at least try it. Now, if you get into the movie, you're in it for like 15, 20 minutes and you're like bored out of your mind and you leave, that's valid. Go and complain. 
burn the movie to the ground online with your opinion. That's fine because you tried. But like you can't just complain about a movie after a trailer. With that being said, there are valid <laughs> things that you can say about a movie. You can complain that, you know, the cast isn't diverse enough, that, you know, the potential the story is potential potentially problematic. There are there are some valid things that can come from that, but you should still see the movie to be able to give it a valid critique. Because people who study things for a living will still try it even if they hate it. Because to call yourself an expert, you need to be able to sit through the entire movie and then sit down and give a scathing review of that movie. And you can't really truly do that unless you sat there long enough to understand it and attempt to see what the story was saying. Because you need to be able to deem whether it either failed or succeeded in its attempt. Or maybe it was, you know, a problematic story or a problematic storyteller. And, but you need to be able to actually like see it to do that. And it just, this is one of those things that like drives me insane. Um, one, as a filmmaker, because a lot of people judge even what I do here without ever watching the entire thing. You know, we obviously see analytics and a lot of people bounce out before they ever stick around long enough to see what the content's about. And I understand people view their time as valid and important. And if they don't deem what I'm doing important enough, they walk away. But people don't always give me a chance. They don't give other artists a chance. They just deem them a failure before it ever even starts. And I don't think that's fair. Um, and what it comes down to is viewing what I do as valid. It's just not for you. And it's the same thing when you critique something when you don't ever see it. You're not validating who that person is as an artist. And it's the same thing these directors do when they complain about this other style of filmmaking. They're saying it's not valid when it is. It's just different. But yeah, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. The validity of someone's art. So I'm going to go back to what I've said time and time again. Just like be better viewers. Stop like jumping to conclusions and like attacking people before you ever give them a chance. Like at least try it. Because two minutes is not enough to deem something a success or a failure. Also, stop review bombing stuff because you think it's woke or this, that, and the other. That's just stupid. At the end of the day, studios don't even use that as a metric to deem some, whether something's successful or not. There have been a lot of movies, TV shows, that weren't necessarily widely liked, but they were still given a sequel because they were still a monetary success. There's been a lot of movies that people were like, eh, it wasn't great. But they turned around and still got another one because technically enough people went to purchase a ticket to make it look like it was successful monetarily. So they gave it a second one. And it's happened a lot. Some things I personally think that were greenlit based on that fact and they still were not good. And some of them reached the top 10 movies of all time. And I still think they're not good. But that's just an opinion to directors out there. Stop dumping on other people's artwork. Give people a chance. Like, your art's not the only way to do it. And if you're going to complain about something not being made, don't complain to the audience. Don't complain about the filmmakers. Complain to the people that are actually making the decisions. And to people review bombing 
or deciding what a movie is or isn't before you see it just based on the trailer stop it's stupid like just do better okay that's all i'm asking well i think that's pretty much it for today i know this was more of a rant (laughs) i have just been seeing a lot of stuff lately and it just kind of like i need to get that off my chest like it was really like weighing on me heavily but if you agree with this or don't agree with the sentiment subscribe subscribe because you like me or subscribe because you hate me i don't care which one it is just subscribe also a thumbs up is great i like them lets me know that you're thumbs upping me also comment i love comments um i do this partially because i think that we as people need to be better audience members but to increase media literacy and that comes from discussion and back and forth and debate so comment let's get into it let's discuss let's debate let's talk let's have a classroom sash well and if you don't follow me i'm on tiktok and facebook so link for those are down below and i will see you all next time bye